The shop bell rang as the door opened. Boots clip-clapped over your wooden floorboards, facing you a clean-cut, cold British officer. My good man, he boomed. I am in the market for a watch coat. Smiling, you nod and start to work. Measuring, you make small talk about his life and orders. The officer surprisingly mentioned the plans of taking the rebel general the next day. Coming to the end of the coat, the officer even mentioned the location of the surprise attack. Thanking you kindly, the officer hands you the payment and leaves. You stand in silence, waiting. Then a jolt of adrenaline hits you. You call for Cato to go warn Washington of the news. Cato left immediately with the message enclosed in a package. The shop bell rings again. This was Hercules Mulligan, and this is the good, the bad, and the pure evil. Just a short story today, Hercules Mulligan was pretty much unknown, even with the Roman hero name, until his incredible story was highlighted in the huge Broadway hit Hamilton. The Irish-born Hercules was a mentor and dear friend to Alexander Hamilton and he saved the life of George Washington not once, but twice, while being a spy against the British. Mulligans are the poster family of immigrants living the American dream. Hercules's father was a big deal accountant in the States long before Hercules' tailor empire in New York. Hercules wasn't just a tailor, he was also a spy who would steal military secrets from soldiers while measuring them for suits. The family Mulligans came from Coleraine, County Antrim in Ireland. They emigrated to New York when Hercules was about six in 1746, a time when the Irish were being hit hard under cruel penal laws. The laws had an effect on the Mulligans, although not Catholic, who were the group targeted by the laws, the Mulligans saw the country and people suffering at the hands of the British, and now they were in a country wanting independence from the British. Hercules graduated from King's College in New York and for a little bit worked as a clerk in his father's accounting firm. When he gathered up enough money, he started his own custom tailoring business. He would design and create for the elite of New York as well as British officers. He was said to be ambitious and sociable, who quickly became a known name to the rich upper class in the city. For this reason, he could marry Elizabeth Sanders, daughter of John Sanders and niece of Admiral Sanders of the British Navy. His buddy-buddy appearance to the British officers didn't exactly match how he leaned behind closed doors, as he was an active member of the Sons of Liberty, a secret revolutionary committee aiming to get American independence. In 1772, Hercules was about 32, when he met Alexander Hamilton, one of the founding fathers of the US. He was only 17 at the time. Hercules took the youngster under his wing when Hamilton arrived from the West Indies. Hamilton attended King's College like Hercules and lived with him for the first year. 
This time, in awe of Hercules and his achievements and experience, Hamilton was massively influenced by Hercules, being convinced the cause of the British was not just. Hamilton would soon join the Sons of Liberty. Spring 1777, Hamilton was now aide-de-camp to George Washington. Hamilton recommended Hercules undertake espionage or spying in New York City. With contact to so many of the city's military elite, the talkative, friendly Irishman easily sparked up conversation with officers, charmingly encouraging them to slip intel of top secret plans without them even realizing. The gift of the gab at its best. Armed with this intel, Hercules would pass it on to the then General Washington. Despite him being the owner and his social stature, Hercules met his customers at the front door and personally took their measurements, offering whiskey for a more comfortable setting and to loosen their lips. With these means and the fact his brother Hugh was also supplying intel on British supplies and shipping schedules through his work at the British Commissariat in New York, Hercules found out about two plots to capture George Washington. Each time, Hercules was able to get word to Washington and warned him before the plots happened. One of the plots came when a British soldier arrived at Hercules' store to order and buy a new watch coat. While with Hercules, the soldier outlined a really important mission to capture a rebel general, meaning Washington. Hercules quickly got word to Hamilton once the soldier left. This second incident was in 1781. Hercules' brother, import-export firm, got a really huge rush order that then revealed plans to capture Washington in Connecticut. Hercules was interrogated twice by the British and narrowly escaped prison after being betrayed by Benedict Arnold. Again, Hercules got word out saving Washington's life for a second time. Hercules did such a good job hiding his spy work that most patriots in New York truly believed he was a friend to the British. The colonists' victory would have great concern as Hercules worried deeply he might fall victim to revenge by his fellow patriots. To publicly show Hercules and the Mulligan's loyalty to the cause of freedom, Washington declared the Irishman Friendly Taylor as, quote, a true friend of liberty, end quote, when he dropped by his store to have breakfast with the man who saved his life twice. Throughout all of this, Hercules was helped by his slave and friend, Cato, who was the one to risk his life delivering messages to Hamilton. It's not known what happened to Cato, but Hercules became a founding father of the New York Manumission Society, an early American organization to promote the abolition of slavery. Hercules Mulligan himself continued as a successful tailor, retiring at age 80. Hercules Mulligan died in 1825. He is believed to be buried in the churchyard of Trinity Church, New York, in the Sanders tomb, literally feet from his close and dear friend, Alexander Hamilton. 
and that is the short and important story of Hercules Mulligan, the Irish tailor spy. Like and subscribe on my YouTube and my podcast and join me next time for the Moorgate Tube Crash happening February 28, 1975 at 8.46am in the London Underground. 43 people died and 74 were injured after a train failed to stop at the Moorgate station, crashing into its end wall. Until then, this was the good, the bad and the pure evil. Thank you.